0: How's everyone doing? Beautiful Thursday today. This is the Passage to Patrick podcast. We discuss everything sports related, sports news, NFL, MLB, NBA, lockout in Major League Baseball. A lot of people could see it coming. Surprised me. Uh, 12 o'clock last night, MLB, they locked out. Um, We're going to get to a lot of stuff today. Uh, not going to focus on that too much. We're going to talk about M- NFL, my predictions, everyone. I was not happy with my predictions last week. Um, yeah, I went 8-7. and seven. I am now at a total for 109 wins and 71 losses. I'm not proud of that. I feel like that could have been way better. But I predicted some games wrong, and I admit I had some games you know, kind of teetering there on who would win. I, I just feel like I, I got robbed on a couple of them. But I'm not here to make excuses. I'm not here to do that. We're here to talk about sports. And we're here to talk about a team in the NFL specifically. And that's what we're going to start off with today. We're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Shocker, right? Um, The Dallas Cowboys, as you know, I'm a Washington fan. So, of course, I have a dislike for the Cowboys. Now, I'm going to try and put that aside. I try and do that for the podcast because I believe uh, to be 100% um, neutral when it comes to certain things like this. Because when we talk about NFL teams, I don't like to let my opinion get in the way. The Cowboys have started off strong this year. Um, Early on, I said Dak Prescott was the MVP. And I'm just going to admit it. I was wrong. Uh First thing I want to get into with the Cowboys, Cowboys fans, you put so much expectation on your team that every year, everyone was talking, the media, the fans, this is their year. Jerry Jones came out and said, they never looked better. They look like the 95 Cowboys. That's who they remind me of. Um, Saying things before games like, this is the make or break game for us. Yeah, all that's fine and dandy, but you got to back it up. And the Cowboys haven't backed it up the last few weeks. They went on some serious losing streaks there. Um, Also, I'd like to point out some things. Dak Prescott, like I just mentioned, I had him as the MVP a couple weeks ago, but not anymore. So this has been my opinion of Dak Prescott. Now, take it how you want to take it. It may not be a popular opinion in a lot of eyes because I know pro football focus, you know his numbers, I know his stats, but Dak has a tendency in garbage time to pad his stats. And that's not a, that's not a, like, opinion. That's a fact. Okay? Um, against the Kansas City Chiefs, that defense for the Chiefs wasn't that great. Yeah, he went 0-2, two interceptions, no touchdowns, for a quarterback rating of 57.9. Now, he did better against the Las Vegas Raiders, but still, it wasn't enough. Now, I know what you're going to say. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper had COVID, he wasn't there. That's the reason that they lost. It's not on, the only reason, okay? Dak Prescott can't elevate his guys. I, I'm sorry. After what I've seen, I, I'm not. he's not my MVP this year. I thought he was early on. Now, to Cowboys fans, you still may think he is because you've created this delusional um, idea in your head that the Cowboys are Super Bowl bound this year. But they're not. They're not. I have them losing to the Raiders tonight. Because you see this with certain teams. You saw it with the Steelers last year. The Steelers went, I think, 11 games, win streak, getting lost, and they played my Washington football team, and they beat them, and then the Steelers went on a losing streak, and something just didn't feel right. And you know what? The Cowboys early on, they were 7-2, and two and everyone was talking. The media, the fans, we've never seen a better team this year. And you know what? I think the players, they started believing it. They started believing that. You know, uh, the star, the helmets, people are just going to lay down and take the loss, you know. It's almost like the Lakers, and we're going to talk about the Lakers here in a little bit, but it's almost like them and that brand. And the players get so wrapped up in the brand and it's a lot of money, and it's Dallas, and it's Jones, it's Jerry World, it's big. The TV's big there in Jerry World, and you're you're on TV, and Dak's on commercials, and it's it's a lot. It's one of the biggest sports brands in the world. People see the Dallas Cowboys star, and they just know. That's the NFL team. There's no confusion. Uh, they have one of the biggest fan bases, um, loyal fans, not questioning that, but the loyal fans have created this expectation for them (laughs) that they have not been able to live up to every year, every year I've been watching football. I'm 26 years old. I've been watching football a long time and every year, this is the Cowboys year, And I should know because my Washington football team is in their division. So I see firsthand all the stories that go along with the Cowboys. And every year, it's them and the Super Bowl bound, and this team's never looked better. And it's understandable that the media does this because the media and, and the Cowboys, it's big money. And you know, they're exciting. They're America's team. It, there's a reason. There's a reason they're on every Thanksgiving. Uh, that's how it's been forever. But the fact of the matter is they can't live up to those expectations. And we all have expectations in life of different things that we're doing. You know, um, I'm going to meet this job requirement. I'm going to do this. You set these expectations for yourself, but you have to be careful about how high you set these expectations for yourself. And you can't get caught up in a a fantasy world where, you know, you're going to meet those expectations when you know, in fact, they are out of your grasp. Knowing your limitations. There's nothing wrong with that. It's called having self-awareness. But it seems like the Cowboys, they don't have much self-awareness right now. They just don't. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Washington fan. Do I love to see the Cowboys lose? Yes, I do. But I also have seen them win, and I've also given them their credit when it's due. Micah Parsons is the saving grace of that team. I'm sorry. And and Dak Prescott, because we talked a little bit about him. You know what his comp is to me? Everyone gives him a comp. You ready to hear my comp of him? He's Kirk Cousins. He's Kirk Cousins everyone Kirk Cousins was great for us. I forget what year it was, but Kirk Cousins was in Washington and we had one game to win to, you know, to keep going in the playoffs. I think it was maybe to make the playoffs. Uh we were playing the Panthers. Big game. Kirk Cousins had a chance to win, everyone. He just didn't. He just didn't clutch up, man. And I want to I want to sit here and say that oh, you know, it was the franchise, and it was dysfunctional, and it, it was, but Kirk Cousins is to blame in that loss. He couldn't step up. He couldn't make the throw. It's almost Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. These guys are great. And you know what? Baker Mayfield, I do like Baker Mayfield. He's great on his commercials, but he's kind of he's kind of fitting in more to that group. These guys are great. They're great. <laughs> they win you a lot of games. There's a lot of ways to win in this league. Yeah, but they're not Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, or Aaron Rodgers. They're just not. And their leadership skills. Oh, my gosh, yes. They have great leadership skills, great intangibles. Of course they do. They're NFL quarterbacks. You have to have those things. (laughs) I get sick of giving the guys credit for great leadership skills. If you're going to be an NFL quarterback, you got to have those things. And Dak has those things. He's a great NFL quarterback. Lead a team, inspire a team. But he's just not going to make that throw and if he does make the throw it's because they have to have a running game. All these guys have to have a running game. And you've seen it before they have to have things going perfectly right. The guys that that are next level, Brady's, Rodgers, Mahomes, you know, Allen, Jackson. These guys they don't have to have everything right. All they got to have is the ball. That's it. All they got to have is the ball. And they can make it happen. They can make it happen. And it's, and it's called having self-awareness, knowing that you're that guy. Now, I know confidence is important. You're, you want to have confidence going into each game. But Cowboys fans, you got to know your limitations with Dak Prescott and where he's going to take you. you got to have a great team. And right now, the mindset of them is they're living in a fantasy world. Jerry has got everyone believing <laughs> they are next level. And they started out great. And got everyone hyped. Heck, I was like, these guys look good. I I was kind of buying in. I'm like, man, maybe they are legit this year. But they're the Cowboys, and Cowboys do Cowboy things. It's like the Packers. Everyone's picking them for the Super Bowl. Nah, I got them doing Packers things. I got Aaron Rodgers, and this is maybe an unpopular opinion, but Aaron Rodgers don't clutch up. He doesn't. Not in the big games. He does in some regular season games. But he just doesn't clutch up in those big games to me. Had chance to go to the Super Bowl. And uh, it's not on the Packers, guys. It's on Aaron. <laughs> it's on Aaron. It's on some of these quarterbacks, okay? He can make things happen in the regular season. Of course, the next level. Playoffs is totally different. That's what I'm getting at. But Dak Prescott, middle of the tier. I just have him, just have him like that. Most of his stats come in garbage time. He's got to step up and make the throws. And tonight, they play a Saints team who, and this just sucks for Cowboys fans. Alvin Kamara, he's back. Okay? Taysom Hill, healthy. Going to be tough game because he's back, and I know it's just Taysom Hill. But Sean Payton, New Orleans Saints, they hate Cowboys fans. That stadium will be rocking. And my goodness, I believe the Cowboys will not pull out the win tonight. My early prediction. They're not going to pull out the win. So, Cowboys fans, moral of the story, lower your expectations. I think you'll have a good playoff year. You know, I think you'll win our division. Right now, I am loving what Washington is doing. But I need to see them. I need to see the Cowboys lose this week. And I need to see Washington win. Then I can come in here cocky next week. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about Lakers. Speaking of big brands. Weird season for the Lakers. Lakers fans, I don't know if you agree agree with me, but weird season. Gosh. I mean, everything that's gone wrong could go wrong for the Lakers. <laughs> everything that could go right hasn't been. Uh, yes, last couple games, they have won, but they've beaten the Pistons and Kings. Let's not get too excited. Tomorrow at 9 p.m., they play the Clippers. Uh, at Staples, oh, excuse me, Crypto Arena. I forget what they're calling it now. I'm going to call it Staples. They're playing at Staples Center. Um, Malik Monk needs to get in that stay in that starting lineup. Um, D. Howard came in the other night for the Kings. Uh, he was a difference maker. Uh, before the game, Frank Vogel said he wasn't going to play, and then he came in, and I think that made him a little ticked off. He came in. He had a, a good game, decent game. He got 13 rebounds for him and 12 points. Anthony Davis. Russell Westbrook, it's not pretty. It's not pretty right now. They they are pulling out wins. Now, they should be blowing some of these teams out, but they're pulling out wins. It's not going to be pretty. But hopefully they figure it out. Um, LeBron James, you know, weird year, ejection, find. He's taking way too many shots from the three-point line, though. He needs to clean that up. He's an average three-point shooter. Let's not forget that. Um... But if they can get him back, it's crazy he went on, you know, COVID protocol. Uh, he's vaccinated, I believe, but so he will be back a little bit sooner. But just a weird year. Lakers fans, I believe that the Lakers suffer from Lakers syndrome sometimes. They go into stadiums and they think the purple and gold is going to scare these teams. Well, they're not scared. They're young and hungry. If anything, it makes them play harder. And you should have won a lot of your games. A lot of these games, whoever made the schedule, the Lakers were at home and against subpar teams, and they should have pulled them out more than they did. They didn't now. So, the Lakers are an interesting story. I'm going to keep up on them. But Anthony Davis, a few things I need to see. I need to see Anthony Davis light that fire all by himself. Because the other night... There, he got the fire lit, but it had to be lit by other guys. I think Westbrook kind of lit that fire. That Something clicked where they were like, hold on, we have like five Hall of Famers on this team, and we're about to lose to the Kings? The Kings? Something just clicked in them. They realized they had to start playing defense, and they got up on the Kings and played defense. Um, the Kings went on a terrible cold streak. Uh, I believe they... Only made one shot out of 18 attempts. I think they were like 17 misses and one make, and that's just crazy. Uh, but, oh, gosh, what can you say about the Lakers? Interesting. That's what I can say. If I had to give the Lakers an overall score for their performance this year, I would give them about C. They just got to take that next step, you know, and string together five wins, because then we can start talking. Um, about the expectations for this team because it was, at the beginning of the year, finals. Now it's like playoffs. But you know what? We'll see what happens. Um, Tyler Horton Tucker, I thought he was going to have more of a breakout impact. He didn't do a lot in that game. DeAndre Jordan, they need to take out of the starting lineup. I don't know why he's there. I really don't. <laughs> but they need to figure that out with him. And Russell Westbrook's been playing a little bit better, a little bit more efficient, less turnovers. Uh, But, you know, they got the Clippers, and that'll be a big test because the Clippers can play D. They have trouble scoring points lately, but the Clippers can play some defense. All right, let's jump back to the NFL. Because I had some great predictions, but it didn't go my way. So here are my new predictions for this next week. Week 13, everyone. Let's start it off with tonight's game. Cowboys at Saints. I picked the Saints to win. I just did. And I think having expectations is important. We talked about it at the beginning of the show, the the podcast, that expectations, you have to know your limitations. You have to know what you're good at. And right now, the Cowboys are struggling to find their identity. Uh, Superdome, hard place to play. Okay? And Saints fans, they hate Cowboys fans. It's I don't know what it is. It's down there in South. They just do not like the Cowboys. Uh, I think Sean Payton's going to game plan for this. He's really going to show his coaching, um, coaching ability over the Cowboys. Also, Cowboys are without Mike McCarthy. Doesn't matter much. Mike McCarthy has not been an impressive coach for me this year. But the New Orleans Saints uh, will pull out the win. I think the Saints will pull out this win, twenty-one to fourteen. I think that defense is going to. Excuse me. I think that defense is going to hold Dallas um, pretty easily. Um, I think it'll be a good game, but I just, I just feel like the Saints. They're going to get the better of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, Tampa at Atlanta. I have Tampa Bay winning this game. Matt Ryan and the Falcons, you know, they look decent. They're a decent team, but uh, Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, he's had an up-and-down season too. I think the race for MVP is between him and Aaron Rodgers right now. I'm going to give Brady the slight edge. But, honestly, I think the Buccaneers will pull out this win. Brady's had a couple weird losses the last few weeks. I just see them coming out of that slump and beating the Atlanta Falcons. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will put up 24 points. I think Atlanta will put up uh, 21. Okay, Arizona at Chicago. Not much of a debate here. Arizona will get the win. I, I love Kyler Murray, what he's done this year. Was hurt a little bit. Colt McCoy came in, but I love this team right now. I think the Arizona Cardinals are playing together. They know who they are. They have an identity. Um, Cliff Kingsbury's got them playing well. Uh, good coach. I have Arizona winning this game. I think Arizona is going to go in Chicago. I think Arizona will put up uh, twenty one points. I think Chicago will put up thirteen. Uh, Arizona. I think they're they're going to pull this one out. Yeah. Los Angeles Chargers at Cincinnati. Bengals, good team this year. I was skeptical of the Bengals this year. I was like, you know, they need to work through some stuff. They've found who they are. Uh, The Chargers, though, I think Justin Herbert's been streaky a little bit, but I think he will have a good game against Cincinnati. Um, I have Justin Herbert uh, and the Chargers winning this game. Um, I, I just see them coming out on top, and I think the Chargers will put up 23 points, and I think Cincinnati will put up 14 Okay, Minnesota at Detroit. Uh, Not much debate here. Kirk Cousins will come out and get the win, even though he is a mediocre quarterback at times, and everything has to be going right. It's Detroit Lions. I think the Detroit Lions are not going to win a game this year. I just, I don't think they're going to win a game. I think they're going to have the number one pick next year, and they're going to have to take a quarterback. So I I got Minnesota um, beating Detroit Lions. I think Detroit's going to put up... Um, about 10 points. I think Minnesota's going to put up 21. I-, I like Minnesota, and that defense isn't bad. I-, I I like them. New York at Miami. New York Giants and New York football in general, Jets and Giants, are terrible. <laughs> and I got to give the edge to Miami in this one. Tua has kind of had a resurgence, everyone. Let's not get too excited, but he's had a resurgence. Has Resurgence hasn't looked bad. Excuse me. He is playing good football. And the Miami Dolphins, are following that. They're playing good football. New York Giants not playing good football. And the New York Giants, they got to get, the, they got a clean house. That is, it is not looking good there uh, in New York. So uh, Miami's going to win this game. I think Miami will win this game 17. Um, I think New York's only going to put up 10. 17 10, Miami wins. Philadelphia at New York Jets. This game is. Philadelphia Eagles had a chance last week. They had a chance to, you know, stay in that race. They didn't win. They didn't clutch up. So this game doesn't mean much. I think Philadelphia uh, is going to win this game, though. They are going to beat the New York Jets because the Jets, badly, are the Jets. So Philadelphia is going to get this win. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, they're getting that connection going a little more. Um, Jalen Hurts hasn't made great throws, but he's made good throws. And he's been playing a lot better. So Philadelphia is going to get this win against New York Jets. Uh, Philadelphia is going to go ahead, and they're going to put up about, yeah, I'm going to say they're going to put up about 17 points, and I think New York's only going to put up 14. I think it'll be a field goal. I think it'll be a close game, but decided by a field goal. Uh, Indianapolis at Houston, uh, Indianapolis will win this game. Carson wins up and down year for him. I'm not that impressed with what I've seen uh, from him the last couple of years in Indianapolis, uh, but uh, in Houston, he's going to, to probably win that game. They're going to pull that out. I see them winning that game, Colts. Uh, Defense still is good. Uh, The Texans are the Texans. They got a lot to figure out this coming offseason. I got the Colts winning that game. I think the Colts will, I think they're going to hold the Texans to only 10 points. I think the Colts are going to put up uh, about 17. All right. Washington at Las Vegas. Ah, my Washington football team. I like what Tyler Heineke has been doing. I hope they can keep it up. I do. And I see them winning. I see them beating the Raiders. I'm predicting they're gonna beat the Oak or excuse me, Las Vegas Raiders. Ron Rivera has got them playing inspired football there in Washington. And Tyler Heineke, excuse me, Taylor Heineke, I mess up his name. Taylor Heineke has been playing great. Okay? He has been playing great. And is he the long-term option? We don't know yet. But for right now, he is a great Band-Aid over that quarterback spot. And he has been making (laughs) great throws. He goes out there and he plays with a chip on his shoulder. And he said before the Monday night game that he put a lot of, you know, effort and, you know, Brett Favre's, the way Brett Favre plays, he's put a lot of that into his gameplay. So... Uh, T- Taylor Heineke, I believe he's going to have another good game against the Raiders. Uh, the defense has looked better. Our defense has been playing tackles. Landon Collins has been coming up, and he's been making some great plays. Hopefully, J.D. McKissick can come back. I know he's injured. I hope he can come back and play in this game. We, we will see. Um, but I got Washington beating the Raiders just because the Raiders have been so up and down. Washington's going to come out on top, and I believe Washington will win this game. Um, probably 24 to. I think they're going to hold Las Vegas to a couple touchdowns. Again, because Las Vegas has just been streaky. I haven't been that impressed. Um, So, yeah, I got the Washington football team winning that game. Jacksonville at Rams. Rams will come out on top there. Um, Jacksonville, up and down season. Uh, You know, a lot of big changes in college football. Is Urban Meyer going to be the guy there in Jacksonville, or could he make a move back to college football? Notre Dame, Oklahoma, looking for some coaches. Just saying. Uh, Everything's not been so rosy there in Jacksonville. I think Urban Meyer needs to go. I'm of the perception they need to go young, Um, really heavily offensive-minded. And now, you know, Urban Meyer is, but they just need to go a different direction, I believe. But the Rams will pull out this win. Matthew Stafford with OBJ. Tough loss, you know, last week. Uh, I believe the Rams will come out on top, though and they will uh, beat Jacksonville. I think the Rams will put up uh, 31 points, and I think Jacksonville is going to put up 10 because I think that defense for the Rams is going to bounce back uh, big time. Okay, moving on to the next game. We got Baltimore at Pittsburgh, and Big Ben is not Big Ben anymore, uh, Pittsburgh. I wish he was, but he's older. He's looking slower. He's, there's not much power in his throws, and I think the Baltimore Ravens, uh, you know, I think they're going to go ahead and beat Pittsburgh. I just see a lot more identity who Baltimore knows, knows who they are. They know their identity way more than the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Juju's out. Ben's not looking good. Uh, Mike Tomlin's still one of the best coaches in the league, but right now they have a lot to figure out in the offseason. They have to get a quarterback who knows who's, who they're going to get. Um, Dwayne Haskins, Mason Rudolph, who, you know, I think they got Josh Dobbs on the roster still, I believe that's who it is. Uh but Pittsburgh, I'm, um, you know what? Baltimore's just really good, Pittsburgh. And I got Baltimore beating Pittsburgh. Baltimore's gonna put up, I believe, um, twenty one points. I think Pittsburgh will put up seventeen, kind of a closer game, but ultimately, uh, Baltimore's gonna come out with the win there. San Francisco at Seattle. My Washington football team beat the Seattle Seahawks last week, and I think it was a very good win here's how it goes with Washington they get a win against a you know a team and granted the Seattle Seahawks weren't at their fullest potential but they were still the Seahawks and it was still Russell Wilson and they get zero credit it's all Russell Wilson he's not looking good where is Russell gonna go how about media you could start giving a little more credit to the Washington football team just saying we beat the Seattle Seahawks I think that was impressive. Uh, San Francisco will beat the Seahawks. Um, I think the Seahawks, they don't have much going for them. I see big changes in Seattle coming this offseason. Uh, I got Jimmy G and the San Francisco 49ers beating the Seattle Seahawks. I think San Francisco will they uh, they will will dominate that game. I think San Francisco will put up about 23 points. I think Seattle's only going to muster about uh, 14. Again, we'll see what happens, but I, I got San Francisco uh, winning that game. Okay. Denver at Kansas City, Denver's bounced back to six and five. (laughs) I mean, that's crazy because, you know, there wasn't much momentum there for a while when they were three and three and, you know, lost a couple games. They have bounced back huge and Kansas City has bounced back. So I got to just go with the Chiefs. I'm sorry, Broncos. I just got to go with the Chiefs here Uh, because I think Patrick Mahomes and that team on, you know, prime time, they're going to show up. Uh, I got the Chiefs winning that game. Um, I think Chiefs are going to go 34 points. I think Denver's going to put up about 21, but I I think the Chiefs will come out on top there. And they're at Arrowhead. Tough place to win. Monday, December 6th, New England at Buffalo. How about (laughs) the New England Patriots, everyone? Round of applause. Round of applause for them. And I think, I think this is the sad truth. I think everybody in that division got excited. Jets, Dolphins, Buffalo. Tom Brady's gone. The dynasty is over. The, the reign of terror is over. It's not over. It's not, and this is going to be a huge wake-up call. Uh, Patriots are about to come out with Mac Jones, I think one of the best rookies in the draft now. He's, lo- he's looking like the best quarterback, everyone. I'm just being honest here. He's looking like the best quarterback and over all those guys that were taken before him. I could tell when he was walking out on the stage. And you can say what it is. You can say what they're having success for. Well, it's Belichick in the game plan. It is. It's a system. Uh, but Mac Jones is the most ready quarterback to play. And what I think is incredible is he has a chip on his shoulder. And you gave him that chip. You gave him that. If he would have been taken by the 49ers, he wouldn't have had a big, biggest um a big of chip on his shoulder. Excuse me, but right now the New England Patriots are back. They're eight and four, and I'm sorry to break it to you, Buffalo. They're gonna beat you. They are going to beat the Buffalo Bills. That is my game of the week that I will be watching because I believe there's a lot of lot of implications when the New England Patriots beat the Buffalo Bills and they go to nine and four. It's going to rock the league a little bit, and it will be that final nail in the coffin where it's like, we're back, we're the Patriots, we have a quarterback, and it's worked out great there for New England. So I got the New England Patriots beating the Buffalo Bills. I think New England's going to put up about 24 points. I think Buffalo's going to put up uh, 21. I think it'll be a close game, but ultimately, I I got New England coming out and winning that game because Bill Belichick and Mac Jones, they got it figured out. And I just, I have this feeling that the Reign of Terror isn't over there in that division. I believe 100% that team, that New England team, is here to stay. That's my predictions. That's my predictions. Teams with a bye this week, Cleveland, Green Bay, Tennessee, Carolina. Uh, It looks like the Cam Newton experiment is you know, kind of over there in Carolina. He got benched. Now, he'll probably start this coming, or, you know, not this Sunday, but the next Sunday, uh, whoever they play. Tennessee, uh, they're kind of figuring themselves out. Green Bay, you know, they're on a hot streak. Cleveland, uh, Cleveland, they got a big game coming out of this bye week. They got to play Baltimore, and they did not do well against Baltimore last week. Um, so they definitely have to take a week off, refocus. Uh, Baker needs to get a little bit more healthy and uh, hopefully uh, the Browns can pull out that game because I think it'll be way more interesting if uh, the Cleveland Browns beat uh, Baltimore next week. But Baker Mayfield's got a lot to prove. He's got a lot of doubters there in Cleveland. I hope he can prove them wrong because I like Baker. Do I think he's elite? No, I think he's a game manager kind of like. Everything's got to be going right for some of these guys. Dak, Baker, Jimmy G, Kirk Cousins, you know, a lot of these guys, a lot of, a lot of stuff's got to go right, the run game. But anyway, what do I know? Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. Great podcast. Um, college football, of course, there's big moves. Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley. A lot of changes coming next year, everyone. A lot of changes coming in college football. Hey, listen, uh, hit that subscribe. Hit that follow button. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, social media platforms. Uh, catch the podcast next week. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Leave a review and have a good day, everyone. This has been Passage Patrick.